Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Very, very excited for this episode. I'm trying to be because I'm freezing. <laughs> it is a little bit cold in the studio today because it's Melbourne and it's winter. Yeah. And we can't have a heater running because otherwise you'd hear the whole way through the back of the episode. Yeah. But Which is not cool. I'm loving being here. I love our podcast days. I know. They're my favourite. And today's <laughs> episode was requested by Susan Pinkerton. We're talking about offloading, but we also have a Patreon shout out who is Yvette O'Dowd. So, Yvette, thank you so much for coming and joining our Patreon family. Your support means we can continue to bring this podcast to the air every week. So if you have never heard of Patreon, just search patreon.com forward slash the art of decluttering and come and join our community. Yeah, or hop in the show notes. There's a link to it in our show notes. It's so easy. You make it so easy, Kirst. I do. I try. I try. You do really good. I try. So. Offloading. Offloading. What, what do you mean by offloading? I was about to ask you what do you I mean I know by what you mean, but what do, do our listeners know what we mean? Well, I think offloading really is when you've got something you don't want anymore and you just give it to someone else without them necessarily wanting it. That, is that a good description or do we not need to go necess- a bit more on that? I, no, I think that is one way of offloading. Mm-hmm. Another offloading is... well. Um, Mm. So, an offloading is where here's where my mind went when I first read the word offloading mm. is like doing a big rant and just <laughs> offloading all my grievances. <laughs> oh no, that is not what we're talking about. No, no, no. But I think that um, offloading can also be not necessarily negative. Mm. So it can be a positive that you know your children are moving out of home and you've got excess furniture and you want to give them. You know, you know that life is expensive and mm. you want to give them furniture and stuff that so that they're not spending their money, hard-earned money, on stuff that you've got access. So offloading is really when one person has a commodity and they pass that commodity on to someone else without any exchange of money. Yes. Isn't it? So I have a table and chairs that I don't need any longer and I offload those to my kids. Yes. Or their whoever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. We got the, asked this question in the Facebook group the other day um, because they had got furniture that they needed at one point in time, but they no longer needed. Mm. Um, they're decluttering and becoming more minimalist. And I think it was antique furniture as well. It was. So she was a bit reluctant to let this go as easily as she would if it had just been a pine table mm. that her parents had given her when she moved out of home. So I think that there are different categories of offloading furniture mm-hmm. or offloading anything. Yep. So let's talk about different ways that you can be struggling and some of the mental. Yeah. Men, like the, the thoughts. The hurdles. The hurdles. Mental hurdles, yeah. yeah. I think for me one of the mental hurdles has been 
what's the relationship between this thing, this piece of furniture, for instance, and the person who gave it to me? Is there some kind of a relationship where I need to offer it back to them if I'm done? What if I want to on sell it? Like if giving, I've tried giving away, but I need to sell it for some, do I then owe that person money? Like what's that relationship? Once someone's offloaded something to you, is it fully yours or yes. is there still a little bit of a tie, which I think is what um, the person in our community was feeling? What's that tie back to the original owner and giver? It is so complicated. It's it's so it's so complicated. <laughs> Over a piece. It's, why is offloading so complicated? Oh, yeah, well, because it's given free, but is it ever really free? Yeah. Like there's the emotional attachment. There's the relational dynamics that go uh-huh. into offloading. Like it's very different if you like hop on free cycle and you get something from the community for free. Like you. That's you not offloading. But it is offloading. Oh, that's true. It is. But it, it is offloading. Yeah, fair point. But there's that degree of separation. So mm. you have you. I'm pretty sure that most people who get stuff from Free Cycle feel absolutely no obligation to the original holder of that item. Yes. Whereas if your parents have given you, you know, your grandmother's mm. bedroom suite, you feel emotionally attached to your grandmother. You feel emotionally attached to your parents. And all of their issues around stuff and around yeah. money and, like, it's so complicated. I don't think that there's a silver bullet here. Yeah. If you're listening to this episode hoping to find the answer for you, well, we may not give you a definitive answer for your unique situation. No, but that that's because Kirst likes grey. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kirsty, you like grey. I do. And I like more black and white. Yes. So I would say if you're after a black and white, Mm -hmm. get rid of it. If you don't love it anymore, once it's been given to you, I would apply all the same rules as we would normally recommend. So do you love it? Do you need it? Do you use it? Can it be served somewhere else? Do you have something else that serves the same function? All of those questions and then make that decision. But I understand that does not take into account feelings. (laughs) Yes, and I also, I would apply the same rules in that do you need to hold it for obligation's sake? Yeah. No, you do not need to hold on to something because you feel obligated to. And that's what we want to unpack in this episode mm. is more around obligation and how to untangle yourself from obligation mm. because we don't want you to be beholden to something because of obligation and we also don't want you to be beholden to something because of somebody else's obligation. Oh, unpack know. that a little bit more, Kess. I like where you're going with all that. So if your parents have given you your grandmother's antique furniture that cost, a, got cost your grandmother a lot of money and they feel that they you shouldn't sell it, well, that's their issues. And they have to come up with a solution to how it's going to be stay within the family. Yeah. So at that point you would say, well, I don't want it anymore, mum and dad, and I'm happy to sell it. But if you have an issue with that, please feel free to come and get it and you can decide what to do with it next. But I don't have capacity for it in my home anymore. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What 
about when you're moving out. So if we've got any listeners when you're just moving out or you've just partnered or you've just gotten married and you've got no money and you're really scrimping together for everything and everybody wants to offer you their old mattress or an old couch, how do you um, manage that offloading process? How do you put boundaries up and say, look, I, I want to say yes, but I don't want to seem ungrateful, but I don't actually need your disgusting old couch or your washing machine that you got rid of because it was eating your clothes. Maybe speaking from experience on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think this whole, that whole scenario is speaking from experience. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Young married with no money. Yeah. Yeah. I would say don't get married and don't have no money. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So that's it for today's episode. <laughs> no, I'm just staring at you. I know you are. Making people laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say that be really thoughtful. I think this, this goes to everything that we talk about in all the time is be thoughtful about what you let into your home. Because then you don't need to make decisions about what needs to leave your home. We spoke about this in that episode with Tanya, that if you're more thoughtful about what you bring in, you can be, you've got less decisions about how it goes out. So if you are young and moving out of home for the first time, be thoughtful about what you're actually accepting from Mm. people. Say no. It's a really, really good practice to get into is actually saying no. Yeah, because you can feel ungrateful. If people see that you have a need and they want to meet your need but you don't necessarily want what they're offering, Mm -hmm. that's not ungrateful to say no. It's actually respectful. So if you just say thank you so much but we're saving up for a couch we've seen online or we're saving up for blah 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 it's it's so okay and live with less when we first got married let's talk about the amy and cal of 2000 and what year do we get married 2002 we had like no money we were sleeping on a bed that was given to us from cal's best friend's parents who had already slept on it for 30 years wow so their full body in dance like horrible we had one couch so one chair that was given to us and it was like a rocking chair but there was one we had no dining room table we had no fridge we were given a washing machine but the washing machine ate our clothes and that's why the people before them like we had nothing so it was so tempting and the Amy back then would just take every bit of furniture because my house was empty and so yeah do you want a writing desk yes I want a writing desk do you want a wardrobe yeah I'll have a wardrobe. so I ended up just accumulating random furniture that I didn't actually need out of insecurity mm-hmm. so don't do that don't do that don't be like me I think that I think that we can pull in the idea of hard rubbish collection around this as well oh yeah like taking things that you see on the side of the road because it's really good like you know it can have a purpose in your home but be really thoughtful and intentional about that like does it need to live in your home (laughs) do you need it yes or no like not can you find a use for it but do you even need it to begin with like if you weren't willing to go out and buy that for you know bookcase for a hundred dollars why do you need it for free? Yeah. There's something about free that makes us go a bit giddy, isn't there? Mm-hmm. It's weird. Nothing's free. 
We're weird people. We are. Nothing's free. So if you give me a free dining table, that's not free. I have to make room for it. I have to clean it. I have to, like, I have to house it. There's a whole, whole bigger conversation. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nothing is free. But and and equally so, that's why I'm like, well, if you're going to say yes to things, I think it's also really good at that point of taking it on is to ask the person who's giving you the expectation of that. Yeah, great. So because nothing is free. Mm. If your parents give you your grandparent, your grandmother's antique furniture, there it's free from a monetary point of view, but it's not free from obligation or guilt or shame or um, expectation. It's not free of expectation. Mm. There is an expectation that you're going to love and care for it and keep it within the family. What if you don't have children? What if you don't like it? What in if two you years? hate it? <laughs> That's right. Like this person in our course, in our in our community group, I think she doesn't like it anymore. Yeah. Like it served its purpose. That's right. It's just a piece of furniture. Yes. It doesn't behold, it doesn't um, encapsulate that person. No. We Ah. have spoken about this before that just you can hold on to the memories of your grandparents Mm. or anybody who's passed on by not actually keeping the physical items. And that's not to say that there's not a place for antique furniture and there's not a place for honouring the investment that, a grandmother has put into it and that it's now worth a whole lot of money and it's worth a whole lot of expectation within the family to keep it within the family but it doesn't have to rest all on you yeah it can rest on it can be that burden can be spread among the cousins <laughs> it can be spread among the aunts and aunts share that love <laughs> share that obligation and expectation <laughs> but i think it is really worthwhile if you're going to take something for free to say, okay, would you like this back if I no longer need it? Because if they say no, then we go back to Amy's point that it is completely, you should treat it obligation-free. I love it. That's a great question to ask. My sister Laura has just um, moved out. She has always lived 10 doors away from us for about seven years and she's just moved Bayside and she sent out a text to the family which I just loved and it said um I'm decluttering getting ready to move if you want anything back that you've given me over the years let me know and I loved that like because when she was sitting up house it was like here's a buffet here's a spare bed so rather than going through every item and hey do you want it was just this really broad um, you know, and it's went, no, nah, it's fine. Sell it. Like, I don't care if I've given you something for free and you make 50 bucks off it. I don't care. Yeah. And it was just a really clarity. It was a good, I can't even. Clarifying. Thank you. It was a great clarifying question. Yeah. And so that, and then that can go back to that. Okay. Well, I'm going to sell it, but mum and dad said that they did want the money for it. So if it is my grandparents antique and nobody wants it, but they want the cash for it. I know that up front. Mm. And I don't have to clarify that and it doesn't have to go into big dispute when I no longer love it. You know how Amy is like larger than life on the podcast? Well, imagine having that in your home. It is phenomenal. 
She gets things done so quickly. She can come in and absolutely power boost any of your decluttering that you can do by yourself. You are going to do it 5 million times faster if you have Amy come alongside you to support, encourage, motivate and keep you on track. So if you live in Melbourne or the greater Melbourne area, Amy is your girl. So if you're ready to have a little bit of my decluttering magic in your house, email us at hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au. Send us a message on Instagram or Facebook, any way you can get in contact with us. Get in contact because I want to come and I want to help you get freedom that you've been dreaming of. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, back to the show. One of the things I would I want to know your opinion on this, Kirst. I'm not sure my I'm not sure what my own opinion is yet. I'm sure. I'm sure. (laughs) So I have a let's say a um, outdoor setting that I no longer want. And I'm not really fussed about getting money for it. So I'm happy to offload it Mm -hmm. to someone. Would it be better for you to give it to um, new immigrants or women's refuge or something like that where it's a very clear passing it on to someone where you don't know the history of it after that? I think that that's a really interesting and good question. However, have you ever seen something for sale on Facebook Marketplace that your friend is selling and you would have gone, oh, I would have bought that. I actually need that. I did it yesterday. Exactly. (laughs) My sister was selling an air conditioner and my office has no cooling in the summer. It's really hot. And so I texted her and went, I'll buy that. Exactly. But that's different. Like I I went and actually paid for it purely because she had the – She'd put it out there for sale. Yes, and that's fine whether or not you buy or you get it for free. Yep. My point is that um, sometimes the people in your network mm-hmm. would ra- would want to buy it gotcha. or would want it for free yep. before you offload it to somebody else. Because mm. there's... Uh, um, so maybe though that's a broader question to say, would anyone like this, rather than saying, hey, Lucy. Yes. Because then it has that... Obligation. Yeah. Yes. So I think that it's also really good if you are selling or offloading your things to you setting expectations around that so that you there is no ambiguity around it. Mm. So you go, hey, is anybody wanting this outdoor setting and then when the per- when one of your friends says yes, you go, awesome, here it is, do with it what you will when mm. it's time for it to move on from your house. Excellent. And that's actually, now that you've said it exactly like that, that's what I do with books. So I'll often pass my books on to friends and I say to them very clearly, when you're finished reading it, I don't expect it back, pass it on to someone else you think who would like it. Yeah. Because that's, that's, a, that's an offloading thing. Yes, Here's a is. book I've read. And if you don't like it, take it to the op shop or whatever. Yes. Oh, I like how you said that. Oh. Do you know what I'm also conscious of? 
What? That there are probably some people who've never put this much thought into it and now they're like overthinking everything. Yes. So if you're an overthinker. Switch off now. Yep. Rewind. Take everything you've said (laughs) out of your brain right now. I was just like going, oh, my gosh, there's probably some people like, oh, no, such and such gave me that and I never even thought they might have wanted it back and I sold it and don't worry about it. Just chill. And uh, And yes, I think if you have already done that, have grace for yourself and I think that if you've already done that and you're now overthinking it, you're overthinking it for one. And two, you probably knew the boundaries around that in the first place. So you were fine to sell it or offload it again because you assumed the best in people and assumed that you were able to sell it. Yeah. I, it I think it just gets the most messy it gets is between family members mm-hmm. and that um other people having different priorities around decluttering than you do yes. and around this mental um the the hurdles that we all come across when it comes to decluttering mm. like i spent good money on it or uh it you know, what are some of the other ones, Amy? I'm like, what are some of the other hurdles that we talk about? So um, I spent good money on it, but so-and-so gave it to me. It was precious to them. So I should yeah. have the same honouring, pressuring, attached. you know, pressure of holding this stuff forever. And that's when we would come back to what Amy said at the start, that we don't want you to live under that. And if somebody else has those issues, it's their issues mm. and you have a choice whether or not to take on board those issues. So, you know, if your parents are giving you antique furniture and they expect you to keep it in the family, then that we're not saying that it's not a hard conversation to have and that we're not necessarily giving you all the tools to have that conversation, but saying that it is a conversation that you need to have with the parent, with your parents to say, you know what, mum and dad, this isn't aligning with my life anymore. I, I love and respect and honour grandma. I just don't need her furniture in my life mm. anymore. And you are more than welcome to take it back. And you're more than welcome to pass it on to my brothers and sisters. You're more than welcome to give it to cousins. You're more than welcome to give it to your brothers and sisters. You're more than welcome. And I have, I'm still holding grandma's memory. I've got other ways of remembering our precious grandmother. Very diplomatic of you, Kirst. Mm. Very diplomatic. (laughs) Just play my recording to your parents. (laughs) Here's something I prepared earlier. (laughs) Here's a podcast I want you to listen to. Speaking of which, that's the best. Speaking of which, episode um, 66, we talk about grown children. Yes. And that's a really, this ties really well into this episode, Um, particularly if we're talking about parents and children relationship. That episode is all about how to not pass on obligation to your children and how to have set clear boundaries with your children to come and get their stuff out of your house. That was a great episode. Yes, I love it. Highly, highly recommend you go back to that one. Um, A friend of mine actually called Jackie put a post in our community in the last kind of two weeks that was talking about if something's not good enough that you would give it to a friend, don't donate it elsewhere. So important when it comes to offloading, and this might be a whole other episode in and of itself, but when you're offloading to a charity, 
don't give them stuff that you wouldn't give a friend. And that doesn't mean, you know, there's a little bit of misunderstanding in the great black, but what if your friend doesn't want it? No, no, no. It's about the quality. Yes. If it's not the kind of quality that you would pass on to a friend, don't pass it on to an op shop. Don't give them broken stuff, stained stuff, ripped stuff. Yeah. And don't put it on Facebook. You know, like your friends shouldn't have given you that washing machine. Yes, that's true. It chewed their, their clothes. They shouldn't have given it to you. Yeah. In this concept, mm, in this like mm. this conversation that we're having, like they they did it from a place of love. You know, we're not saying that they didn't love you and want the best for you, but don't give someone else what you can't use any longer yourself. Yeah, or that you yeah that you that you is not working. Yeah, it's broken. It's broken, it's and it's not worthy of giving on. Yeah. Like, yes, you cannot like something anymore. You know, you may. You may have moved to a smaller place and your outdoor setting doesn't work in mm. your house, in your backyard anymore. That's fine to give on. <laughs> exactly. I think that's really helpful for people, Curse. I feel like whether you're being offloaded to or you're the offloader, the offloadee or the offloader, da-la-la, yeah, na-na-na-na, life goes on. Okay. What, what is that? I don't know. It just came into my head. You're a weirdo. I am a weirdo. But I, I and I, that's why I I did like that we talked a little bit about picking stuff up off the roadside because <laughs> I don't know about you but I have loads of clients who love hard rubbish collections. I think this needs to be a whole episode. Yeah, let's make it a whole. Let's do it because mm. I think there's so much in that. Mm-hmm. All right, Kirst, hit us up with the review. This one is from Shelley K25, all the way from the USA. She says it's so down to earth and relatable. Greetings from Texas, USA. Hello, Shelley. These ladies are full of grace and kindness, which you can tell just by listening to how they approach decluttering and how they work with clients. I am decluttering some very difficult areas this weekend and planning to binge all the episodes again to build and keep momentum. I wish I lived close enough for them to come to my house and a big hug, heart and hug. <laughs> Thank you, Shelley. What a lovely, lovely review. If you too have had um, a moment of revelation, if you've had a light bulb moment, an aha moment, go Oprah, um, from listening to our podcast, we would love for you to encourage other people by putting a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app that you're using. Most of them have a place to write a review or you can hop on our Facebook page and also write a review over there. We love them um, and they're very encouraging for other people and they make other, it makes it easier for other people to understand what our podcast is about and um, maybe subscribe themselves. And we love our listeners and we love hearing from you. So, you can offload this episode now that you've listened to it. <laughs> Corny, bad. Have a great week. <laughs> I can't even finish any better than that. I'm just going to fade out into the background. <laughs> we hope you have a lovely week and we can't wait to hang out with you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 